straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. Very excited uh, to have Ashley Crooks on, client turned friend. Uh, Ashley and I spoke throughout all the places in the world that she dials in from. So it's always exciting to hear where Ashley is dialing in from today. Um, she's the founder of Oh the Places Ash Goes brand. Uh, definitely a world traveler. And if you follow her social handle, you can see a lot of amazing photos and amazing experiences and insight that she shares along the way. Um, she's also got a team that she's leading through this. So um, she's going to definitely add some incredibly valuable information, both as an international businesswoman and just as a person who's being very intentional on how she's showing up right now. So thanks so much for joining us, Ashley. Thanks for having me, April. Excited to be here. Yes. Yes. So Ashley, tell us about what you do, um, how you do it, who you do it for. For sure. So I help people build their brands and businesses through high ticket affiliate marketing and direct sales utilizing social media. Um, and I yeah, do it utilizing you know, Facebook, Instagram, different content channels, advertising, uh, really the whole digital marketing landscape mm-hmm. as well. And I do it for people who want to start an online business, who really want financial freedom um, and to travel the world if that's their desire, just to really be able to take ownership and control of their life and create a business for themselves. Absolutely. And you've, you've been doing this for a while now, right? It's at least yeah. a few years, right? Okay. All right. So I imagine things have changed recently. Um, tell us how, how things have changed um, and how, how you're pivoting your business in light of what has changed. Totally. So it's definitely an interesting, unprecedented time <laughs> that we're in now, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, I would say I think in regards to changes, I think because I work online and I've been able to work from anywhere, um, as you said, I have traveled to a lot of countries. Um, I've traveled to like over 33 countries in the last two years. So um, I've been all over. So um, luckily um, within my business, I am able to work from home. So not much in my actual day-to-day has changed, which has been really nice. Um, But I it's definitely shifted um, in the messaging that I'm utilizing and really coming, really figuring out now, um, you know, as so many people have seen their jobs just ripped out from under them and how, you know, maybe their job that they've been working out for the last 20 years um, isn't that stable. Mm -hmm. Um, They've seen that, yeah, that everything is moving online, right? I mean, Zoom has risen, everything's done on Zoom right now, Mm -hmm. Amazon, all these at-home workouts and everything. So really figuring out how to best serve people um, and best, construct our messaging to let people know that, you know, I have an opportunity that where people can build an online business um, from anywhere in the world. And especially during these times to really, yeah, take control back. Yeah, absolutely. So what, have you guys hit hurdles right now? I mean, I know a lot of your team travels extensively as well, and I would imagine you guys are all grounded kind of wherever you are. Um, What, have you guys hit hurdles? And if so, what did you do to get over them? Yeah. So in regards to certain hurdles um, that we've hit, I would say a big hurdle, well, is that, yeah, we usually do travel a lot and so does our team and we are definitely grounded right now, um, unable to go anywhere. So um, have been yeah, needing to adjust to what that looks like, really getting into a routine um, with quarantine and uh, the schedule there. Additionally, you know, having everybody be online now, right? Everyone is on the internet, which can be a really good thing, but 
in regards to bandwidth for Zoom um, and certain other uh, technologies that we use, it can definitely make it a bit trickier as, you know, the Wi-Fi can only handle so much and so can the different platforms. So um, that's been interesting. And then, you know, of course, there is such a time of uncertainty. And since um, myself and my team, we help people get their businesses off the ground, um, a lo- you know, it does take an investment to start a business. And so people mm-hmm. at this time with all this uncertainty aren't necessarily ready to invest right now. So have sure. Been so with your with your team it makes complete sense. With your team, are you do you guys still have regularly scheduled calls? Are you still doing? So we've seen some of the business owners are still doing their nine a.m. huddle or their you know Friday afternoon meetings, whatever that looks like. Are you still consistently doing those meetings just to keep consistency for your team and your business? Yeah, definitely. So I think if anything, we've actually upped the amount of meetings that we're having. We have uh, been organizing more things to really build that sense of community and kind of, yeah, foster, um, just foster a sense of comfort during this time. We actually, last week, were all supposed to be in Vegas for a big conference um, that obviously got postponed due to everything going on. And so instead, we hosted a virtual summit um, on Thursday and Friday for four hours each day where you know different leaders came on and presented and we shared tons of value um, about how to operate business during this time. And then also um, just t- tips and tricks in general to yeah foster that sense of community since we couldn't be together um, to do so online and I've been organizing different trainings. I'm having guest speakers come in to speak about, um, yeah, what your mindset should be like during this time, really how you can focus on opportunity instead of focusing on the crisis um, and really make the most out of this time uh, as well. And so uh, really stepping up who is, yeah, just exposing my team to different people who can guide them during this time. Um, additionally, keeping all calls scheduled as usual um, mm-hmm. to try and keep some bit of normalcy um, during this time. However, um, I will say what has actually been really nice is that within the online community um, and within my team, people, you know, as I've scheduled check-ins with them to see how everyone is doing, people have actually been fairly calm um, and have seen this instead of freaking out um, are really glad that now they actually have more time to work on their side hustle, to grow their business um, that they maybe didn't have before when they were working their nine to five as well. So a lot of people that I work with personally, and I've been coaching them on this too, but have really chose to see this as an opportunity um, to really build their business and grow from there um, instead of kind of freaking out um, like a I know a lot of people are. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is there, so we've seen some um, people that are leading teams do like a morning message or a video to their people. Um, Is there anything, it sounds like you guys have up communication and that's definitely been a thread we've seen with all the businesses is that they've increased their communication um, in times of crisis and times of of immense change. Uh, Communication is key. Um, Is it, are you leaving voicemails? Are you seeing voice messaging? Is it videos? How, How do you communicate and how frequently are you communicating with your team? Yeah. So, um, great question. So I typically do communicate fairly often with my team. Um, we do a lot through Facebook messenger. Um, so I was already doing a lot of that before, but I would say now more so the additional communication is, um, scheduling more calls and areas where we can zoom like, uh, our leadership call last night that I had, you know, instead of, kind of doing it the typical way. Maybe we always did it. We did it uh, via virtual happy hour to kind of make light of the situation and, um, you know, what's going on right now. And through messaging as well, definitely have been messaging people more, checking in, seeing how they're doing. And, you know, it's almost now that people have so much time. I saw this really funny, uh, saying on Facebook, you know, people always complained about not having enough time. And now 
to do whatever it is they want to do. And now all of a sudden we have so much time and no one knows what to do with it. (laughs) Just really working with my team to um, help them structure their days. You know, a lot of them aren't used to having this much time. I mean, whether they were working full time and doing this as a side hustle or whether they were just, you know, utilizing the free time that they had to go outside and do different things. um, They now have so much more time. So really figuring out, you know, more time doesn't necessarily mean you're more productive, right? We expand. We have. So really figuring out how they can best utilize the extra time they have to be productive and to move their businesses forward and really take care of themselves in this time as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually want to touch on something that Ashley just said. So in relation to time management and productivity, um, there is this nasty law called Parkinson's law, which is that life or that work expands the time we've allotted to it. So what has happened, many people, not everybody, because again, some people have kids at home and stuff like that. So they don't have more time. It looks a lot different. So I want to acknowledge the parents at at home um, or with extenuating circumstances, maybe some family members that we're caring for. But for those that do have a lot more time on their hands, um, many of them are now scratching their head going, but why am I not getting more done? And some of that is Parkinson and his damn law. It's because you now have more time to get it done. So what you can do to address that. So if you are listening right now and you're saying, yeah, I now have more time than my day because I don't have commute time and I don't have X, Y, Z or, um, what you can do is do these kind of self-imposed restrictions on your time. So you say, I'm only going to give myself, say, 30 minutes to get this task done. And you have to compete against it, um, compete against the clock. So doing these kinds of like hacks and tricks, uh, they really can help you be efficient in this time. Because what people are really, ba- ba- uh, um, what people are really having to battle right now is distraction. Because it's it, there's so many things, you know, whether it's social media or the TV or the this or the that. Um, and so the way to still be productive right now is you've got to impose some time restrictions. And, and us as leaders too, like we, it's, it's a fine line that we walk where we want to give people space to manage whatever home life and personal situation they're going through right now. But having deadlines is actually really good for us, um, not just for our staff, but for us as leaders and as human beings. If we don't have a deadline, it's hard to get things done. So um, is, that, is that something that you've bumped up against, like managing between, I want to give people a time that they've got to get back to me or send in this report or do this task, but also being sensitive to what they're managing right now? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a delicate balance. You know, I think um, for myself personally, I have been busier than ever. Um, so I've definitely been managing that. But yeah, with other people, I think it's it really is finding that delicate balance of you know under of setting deadlines so people know um, when things are due and when to get back to me with certain projects and stuff like that. But also understanding, um, you know, well, you do have so much time right now, so it's mm-hmm. struggling. Well, it is Parkinson's law, right? A lot of times, you know, we're filming a training right now and. Um, the, the deadline is April 10th and, uh, I filmed my trainings, you know, this past weekend, but Mm -hmm. I noticed, right. Um, even though people have the time, of course we wait until the last, um, possible second to film them. So people are waiting. And so it is juggling, um, you know, how much time people have, but then yeah, what they are going through, where their head is at. A lot of, you know, these crises create all different, bring up all different emotions for different people, depending on how prepared you were. If you've ever gone through this before, I mean, obviously no one has gone through something quite like this, but Mm -hmm. it really brings out how you deal with crisis in everyday life. And so, um, people, you know, that I've spoken to are in all different headspaces. So it's really acknowledging that headspace that they're in, um, being there to support them. And then also, um, recognizing that, you know, kind of focusing on work and being productive and having those wins every single day that, you know, are moving you forward will actually help you through this time to really just manage how you feel about everything as well in your own state. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, meeting people where they are because they are in different headspaces. And, um, we, you know, the goal isn't to bring them over to your headspace because they've got a different set of circumstances and experience that have led them to that place, but just support them where they are and, and give them hope and encouragement through this time because that's, that's one of the main things that we can do um, leading people through this is give them hope and encouragement and remind them that, um, you know, I've said it a couple of times on the Pivot Me Lives that this is not the whole book. This is just a chapter in our book. Um, and it, it may be a tough chapter, but it ends. Like this is chapter 17. There is a chapter 18 and 19 and 20 where we're all just telling the story of this. Um, but it's easy to just kind of look through this pinhole and think, oh, this is it. Like th- this, is, this, is what the, this is what the future looks like. No, 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 This is a chapter. Things will change and things are meant to change. So um, I just got to really quick acknowledge you. So you put a virtual summit together in... What sounds like no time with speakers to encourage your team. Like, hats off to you, Ashley. That's some quick thinking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was. Um, well, yeah, but it was just really awesome to be able to get everyone together. And it was awesome mm-hmm. to see everyone um, step up for that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, you know, in these times as well, um, something yeah, I wanted to say to your last point too, like with the virtual summit and with anyone who leads a team or anyone in general, you know, while this is a bad time and it is um, uncertain and whatnot, it also, you know, crises and situations like this really breed leaders and it really creates mm-hmm. you um, the opportunity to step up like you hadn't before. You know, you have more time to, there's more need to, there's more people you can serve. Um, and so it really forces you to innovate and challenge yourself to see what you could come up with. And so, you know, while we wouldn't have done a virtual summit before and I had never done one in the past, it really mm-hmm. pushed me um, to create that and to really provide that resource. And so I've been trying to look at this time and to uh, tell my team during this time, you know, this is this is your chance to really show what you're made of and you can either sink to fear um, and be scared in this time or you can step up and really seize this opportunity. Uh, There's so many people that you can serve, you know, even your friends, your family, yourself, you know, by you showing up more and Mm -hmm. being a better leader, sharing all the value that you have and the information and, you know, being that light for people. Um, It really is such a powerful time if you choose to see it that way to really just build um, on, yeah, your own business and who you are and the value you provide. Absolutely. It was funny because we were just uh, talking in the mastermind this morning about um, a comment that JFK had made about the, um, I think it was the Chinese brush script for um, for crisis that one of the, um, like one of the brush brushes, one of the brush script represented danger, which should be heated. We should be responsible and recognize the danger. But the also one, the, the second one for crisis was opportunity and that we have to recognize the opportunity in crisis as well. Um, because there, there becomes this void, there becomes this leadership gap that people can step into. And to your point, this is the time that leaders are born. Uh, this is also the time that leaders step down too. Um, but that's a choice. That's not inherent to the market you're in. That's not inherent to the industry. That's, in, that's, that's contingent on you. Whether, whether you're stepping into it, this, this morning our topic for our 530 mastermind was, um, spoiler alert for my next mastermind, which is going to go on here shortly. <laughs> um, Victor, uh, Wendy, listen, don't listen to this part, Rachel, all of you guys. Um, so it, it's around what is this pandemic calling, calling you to do? Like how is it demanding that you step up? Because it's in how we choose to frame it. And if we choose to frame it that this is an opportunity for us to step up, 
great things can happen during that time. And not to diminish the struggle, the struggle is very real. Um, but this is a time where we can step up and demonstrate leadership. We can demonstrate courage. Um, and and to uh, uh, to the point of someone we had interviewed a couple of days ago, Jackie, um, she runs an insurance company in Calgary. And she said, now is the time to talk because everybody's listening. Mm-hmm. And just like how you did that virtual summit, I mean, people needed that. I just... I'm blown away at how fast you orchestrated that. I'm just really blown away. It's amazing. It's awesome. But also just like, wow, way to meet them where they are and just to add tremendous value to them in the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. I think that that's what it's all about um, as well as right now, if you choose to, um, is really adding as much value as possible because people need it more than ever. And like you were saying, people hear it more right now is everyone is at home. You know, most people are, don't really know what to do with their time. So whether it's, you know, my team, right, people are at home so they can hop on trainings. I think we had the biggest attendance we've ever had mm. um, on something. And then, so it's really utilizing that time to motivate and mentor your team. And then with sure. every Everyone else um, out in the world, it's like I think the viewership on social media is like 200 times um, yeah. than what it usually is. So, so many more people are looking for a solution and looking to hear your message and just looking for light in this time. And so, if you know, if you have a message now, really is the time to share it. It is. It is. And, and, um, uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out. We were able to pull the stream of the comments and, um, we see you, Eric. Thank you. Um, thanks for showing up again. I know you've showed up for every single one of us. In fact, Eric Miller, um, was our first interview. So, um, great to see you there. And I'm really sad to see that it just says, and X amount of other people are watching. So those, those six people that are in the second comment, um, thank you for showing up. I wish we could see your name. We do see, uh, Karen. Thanks mom. Um, we see Justin, um, it looks like we see Bethany as well and a few others. So hopefully we'll be able to pull those comments. Um, we're using Zoom as an integrator. So it's, it's, a, it's a little fickle right now. Um, but when you were saying about the, the viewership and how that's really up right now. So um, have you increased both how you're, rep- how you're showing up for your team, but have you increased what you're doing on social media too? I know you have a pretty strong, we have a very strong presence on social media. Has that increased for you too? And um, let me ask you this, uh, a lot of... Uh, it, it, maybe this doesn't apply to you, but we were talking to a, a content writer yesterday and she was saying, you know, look, hey, a lot of people batch their content or at least plan ahead for it. And now everybody's having to go back and revisit all the language. Have you, have you seen some of that too? Yeah. Yeah. So it actually conveniently, I don't know if you'd say this conveniently or not, but I had batched my content kind of up until a few weeks ago. Um, and so I, yeah, I did notice that where now, um, I'm having to shift uh, all my content and my messaging. And I was actually just talking to my, uh, leaders yesterday and, about showing up um, a lot more. Yeah. Because now is really the time to like overdrive on content since people are really looking for a solution and to share value in every, all the skills that we've cultivated, you know, as business owners, we are kind of a different sect of the population. Like a lot of people don't really work on morning routine or mindset or personal development or all these things that we have been working on for years, um, that we have now these tools that are, we're equipped with where we can really, um, help people and serve them in this time. And then also in regards to, so yeah, I've have been, uh, showing up to really help people with those things. And then talking more about, um, just, um, you know, the shift online. And if people want to work online, really what to pay attention to and what's possible. And I think to the point you made April about changing content is I heard this really great thing the other day. Um, 
I was actually, yeah, just teaching on this that um, about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm. Right? So typically, you know, everyone's at a certain level. They have a certain security. They have their job, and um, their needs are their basic needs are met. Mm-hmm. So they're able to think about travel and freedom and lifestyle things that they want and those pleasure points um, that they really want in life. Uh, however, now those kind of basic needs were swept under them. A lot of people can't even think about, you know, how they're going to make their next rent uh, check or um, take care of their family right now. And so it's really important to adjust all of our languaging, all of our language in our content mm. to meet them where they're at. And, you know, instead of talking about like these opportunities and lifestyles, really instead talking about being able to have security um, to make their next check and to have control of their financial future. So this doesn't happen again. Yeah. That's a really good point. I never thought about it in terms of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but yeah, directly applicable. That I got a I got a noodle on that. Actually, that's really good. Um, you know, and and, and one uh, one thing I want to go back to real quick. We we're talking about opportunities. Um, there are opportunities. Ashley's talking about opportunities. I think just just by the way that you know you come across in this interview. Obviously, you um, knowing you, of course, you would do this. But you're managing your mindset, showing up as a leader, showing up and bringing hope and courage to to your team and to the people that um, that that are your audience on social media. Um, for those that are listening that maybe they're not seeing those opportunities, um, I would really encourage you recognize that if you can solve a problem for someone right now, there is still an opportunity business-wise. We're talking about driving the economic engine right now because, um, you know, I mentioned uh, my, the, the mastermind call this morning. So half the people on the call were dramatic, uh, we'll say we'll say one third of the people on the call were dramatically impacted by COVID-19 <clears throat> business-wise, um, some substantially, profoundly. And so they're coming from a very different place, right? And the language was, there's just not a lot of opportunity out there. They're on an island. Um, business has, you know, fr- you know, I don't want to say come to a screeching halt, but it slowed substantially on this island. And so we said, there's just, not, there's just not business out there to have. Well, there are three people on the call that are swamped because they are either in a different industry, they've already pivoted their business. Um, so I would encourage anyone who's listening that's going, oh my gosh, it's, it's dried up or people just aren't buying or rethink that statement because that becomes your mantra and that becomes the thing that you say over and over again and then you live it out because it becomes your truth. There is still opportunity for business. It may just not look the same as it did three weeks ago and and that's okay. But if you can identify a gap in the marketplace, which there are many, COVID-19 has created gaps in the marketplace. You identify a gap in the marketplace and you fill it. Just on a call this morning, we had someone, I won't, I won't say because she has a great idea, so I'm not going to give it away, but she is in an, uh, she's an industry that was furloughed. Um, and she said, gosh, I keep Googling this solution I really need. And if you're, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. Um, I kept Googling the solution I really needed and I couldn't find any, anything coming back on the, the results. And I said, you've just identified a gap in the marketplace, solve it. And she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it like that. So if you're listening and you're struggling with, is there still opportunity? The answer is yes. Now, I'm not saying keep knocking harder at that same door you were knocking at three weeks ago because it's all changed to Eric Miller's point. Like he's playing a board game and the rules all change. You're like headed to boardwalk, you're playing Monopoly and then boardwalk is now over there. It used to be over here, but now it's over there. Recognize when the rules of the game change and then play the new game. So there's still opportunities and just, you can feel it in, in Ashley and what you're saying. There's opportunities in your businesses. There are opportunities that you're identifying and it may look different than it did three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think um, to your point, April, now is such a great time too um, for people whose businesses really are affected. You know, I understand not everyone works online, uh, Mm -hmm. but to really take this time now that we have to reflect and all the things you maybe knew were loose, like leaks in your business that you needed to fix and you never had the time for because you were so busy with business, really take this time to actually implement all the changes you wanted to and restructure things. And so when when this ends, because this will end, you know, we will come out of this, you will be so much more prepared and so much more set up for success and like growth in your business or when, when that time is there. So I think, you know, we get whatever we focus on. And so you can a hundred percent focus on all the downsides of this and, you know, the loss in business and what's changing, but you can also see this as a time to innovate and um, create opportunity and bring more of your business online, maybe automate some things. So you're not as bogged down all the time. I think it's been one of the coolest things to see certain companies and what they've done and just how they have had to pivot and make more things online online and do some random things you would have never thought of before that are now hosted online and through Zoom and different styles. And I think it's really pushed people uh, to innovate and maybe even certain businesses, the push that they needed to really change certain things. And so, yeah, I think, as you said, it really is all perspective and to look at other business owners and see what they're doing and get ideas, you know, try to use social media and online instead of to bring you down to actually get inspired and Mm. the changes that people are making in their business and see if that could apply to yours as well. Oh, so true. Use the force for the good. I like it. I love it. It is time to innovate. That's that's gold right there. Like if you get nothing else out of this, just hear those words. This is the time to innovate. Um, it, you know, some something we always battle as business owners is working on your business versus in your business, right? So, so many of us, uh, we start a business and then like it starts getting busy. Like that's the point. Um, and then what happens is we're working in our business and it's so hard for us to pull out of the business and work on our business this is that time. Like this is uh, some, uh, we were talking to a client last week that we're like, all right, let's go over your strategy. Let's, we never establish your core values. You don't have an SOP. You need to have standard operating procedures. This is the time. Um, one of our earlier calls last week was saying we have a terrible inventory management system. Nobody wanted to ever go in there and fix it because it's this big nasty thing that nobody wanted to deal with. Well, guess what? We're overhauling our inventory management or our CRM or our email campaigns, um, a marketing strategy, all those things, this is the time to build the bedrock of your business because it's so hard to get that time to work um, on our business. And now this is a great time to work on our business. Mm -hmm. So Ashley, I know that you are, you two are big into habits. So talk to us about, well, actually before we get into your habits, let's, let's do, no, we'll do habits before resources. Yeah. Okay. We'll do habits first. So talk to us about the habits that you're maintaining right now. So whether that's a morning routine, um, have you had to pare it down a little bit? Um, what habits your, what are, what are, um, must haves right now? What's on your list? And then also afterwards, what's on your no list, what you're staying away from right now? Totally. So I think habits, yeah, now are more important than ever uh, to really keep your mind in the right place because it's mm-hmm. so easy with everything going on to shift it. And I've I've noticed, you know, a lot of people feel this collect collective energy differently. Some people are way more affected just because everyone else is so down um, than others. So it's really important that you keep yourself, you take care of yourself, so you can feel the best way possible um, in this time. And so some non-negotiables for me, 
uh, during this time is having a morning routine. And within that routine is going for a walk, getting outside. Um, you know, we're inside pretty much all day now. There's not too many places that we can go. So really taking the time to actually get out to move my body, um, to just take in nature and reflect, um, not to look at my phone in the morning, just mm-hmm. kind of allow myself to wake up and uh, just be and start my day off on the right track. And with that, while I'm uh, while I'm doing my walk, I'll listen to a motivational audio uh, mm-hmm. to write right away. Insert you know positive thoughts in my mind to start my day off feeling really good. Um, and then when I get back from that walk as well, I've been keeping a gratitude journal and I've been making sure to, yeah, every single day do at least five to 10 things I'm grateful for. So I can really shift my mind to focusing on the great things that I have in my life. Um, you know, cause I, I think wherever you're at, if you own your own business, um, and you're listening to this, you have it better than most people, um, dealing with this crisis right now. And I know it's hard to see that perspective, but, um, but so really trying for me to, yeah, think about what I'm grateful for every single day before I get into, you know, the day to day, um, and whatever might happen that day. So those really have been some of my main non-negotiables. Um, I think also just, uh, at the end of the night, um, I've actually been listening to, I had never really done this before, but, um, these hypnosis audios to reprogram my mind, um, in a, you know, with different things about, uh, believing in myself or just positive thoughts or stuff like that. So that, you know, while my, I'm programming, programming my subconscious, um, to really make me more positive, um, as well in this time. Uh, cause you know, obviously when we're left to our own devices, we can analyze and have a lot of different thoughts as well. So, um, those things have been really beneficial. Um, to me during this time, just to ground myself through it all. And in regards to staying away from um, things, I haven't been watching the news too much. Um, You know, I we all know what the media does and what can happen. So I have been trying to not use the media, um, yeah, not watch the news too much and try to not, if I catch myself kind of going down a spiral of what could be um, and letting myself, yeah, go in all these different directions, try to just pull myself back and really just take it day by day and see where we're at um, and just focus on what's right in front of me instead of um, kind of trying to learn every single thing going on in the world or all of the potential downfalls that could happen and just, you know, really trust in the process and know that, you know, this is happening now, but there's always ups and downs in the market, in the economy. And if you just really stick through it and do whatever self-care practices you require, um, that it, yeah, that you will grow, um, Mm -hmm. from that. And I think another thing I wanted to mention too, is that, um, you know, I actually wasn't really working out that much before, um, before the coronavirus, but now I'm actually working out more um, now that I have time. So I think really utilizing at-home workouts, getting yourself to move, you know, really picking up something that you weren't doing before that you always said you wanted to do. Um, now it's a really great time to do that and it will make you feel better about yourself as well. Yeah, that's true. That's great. I know everyone's either going to emerge from their house, like with six pack abs or the opposite. Um, I was joking yesterday that I didn't know this, but apparently I stress bake. So like um, Annie, who we were talking to yesterday, she goes, oh, I stress clean. So our house is spotless. I was like, I stress bake. So I'm like, how about banana bread? How about a cake? How about cookie brownies? We haven't had those in years. And oh, it's not good. <laughs> um, so uh, it's every night I'm baking. Um, so we'll see how we all merge. I'm trying to counterbalance it with working out. So we'll see how that works. Um, I love what you said about um, not looking at the phone in the morning because what we do at the beginning of the morning is so critical because it sets the tone of our day. And, uh, and I'll add to that and also not looking at it last thing um, before we go to bed. And here's where, we're, here's where I give some truth tea. 
I know this like I know this like I know this. I tell my clients it. I tell my team it. And you know what happened, guys? I started to do it. I am not a news person. I'm not a social media scroll person um, for like news, things like that. And I found myself doing it. I found myself doing it right before bed because I have two little kids at home. It was the one quiet time where I kind of had to myself where I wasn't working or with, um, with our girls. And I found myself getting on. And I was like, well, I'll catch up with the news. And let me tell you, do not read the news right before you go to bed. This is a horrible practice. Um, so then I went back to um, listening to a guided meditation um, app, Insight Timer. I love it right before bed. But I say that, and I'm honest about that, because I know this. I've, I've written on this. I podcast on this. And yet, I slipped. And so if there's something that you've slipped on, if there's something that you're doing that you're like, I think it's not serving me. Maybe this is the time to reevaluate how you're spending your days and go, am I doing something that is not serving me? Um, because my guess is the answer is yes, because we're human, right? So we're flawed and we're messy and all that sort of stuff. But think about what you're doing that's not serving you and change it. And so the news has come up on a lot of these calls, Ashley. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people um, that I see that are really navigating this well they are restricting how much the news, how much news they're seeing. And maybe it's during the middle of the day. One, one of our business owners, um, she said, I give myself 30 minutes in the middle of the day that I can do CNN. And then I go to the advisors. I go to CDC or the who, like she has three or four places she goes and feels that for 30 minutes. And then that's it. And then she puts it in, like makes decisions accordingly, puts it in a box and puts it up on the shelf. Because if we can't influence, we've got to stay in our circle of influence, right? We've got to stay in the things that we can control. You can control your health right now. You can control whether you turn on that video and actually do the workout. You can control your mindset. And I love that you're doing a, um, a gratitude journal in this time too, because that makes such a difference in how we show up, right? A hundred percent. So talk to us about resources and um, resources in general, but also for the people that you had the benefit of working remotely and having a remote staff. So you didn't, so some of our manufacturers and distributors we were talking to, they had staff that were all in location and now have all been sent home with laptops going, I hope this works out. Um, You've had the benefit of managing a remote team for a long time. Can you share some resources around that and then just resources in general that are serving you during this time? Yeah, definitely. So I think in regards to managing um, a remote team, uh, a really good thing, I mean, is, is we'll definitely utilize Zoom, you know, utilize virtual meetings. And if you're used to going into, you know, your employees were going into work every single day, it's obviously going to be a huge shift um, for a lot of people trying to get the same amount done at home. It's a completely different environment, right? You're in a whole different headspace, but I would highly recommend having um, team huddles in the morning, uh, you know, having 9am or 8am whenever you started work um, huddles for even five to 15 minutes just to get people motivated and on the same page for the day. And then utilizing channels like Slack so you have different check-ins so you can see where everyone is at um, throughout the day to hold people accountable. Um, Because now in this time more than ever, right, people really need that. And, you know, you can do different things. I know this is kind of a random one, but having like different Spotify playlists are really helpful for motivating people or there's some really ones to kind of calm people down. Uh, Just all depending on what yourself or your team is feeling, there's all different things that they can listen to. Um, additionally, um, a big thing we've been doing, uh, 
if your business is different, it might be um, different, but doing like live webinars now to really be able to serve people and let them know, you know, what options they have in this time and present our business opportunity and then also provide a ton of value to help people with solutions um, in this time we've been utilizing. We've been utilizing a lot of, um, I mean, social media, uh, Instagram to communicate, Facebook um, as well has been really big. And I think uh, overall, just in regards to, yeah, with your team, I would just say it's it's more about just being there for people and having the communications, whether you have a AM and PM huddle every single day um, and different channels that they can speak through, I think is super powerful. Loom is also a really great tool because mm-hmm. you can record anything. Um, if there's any systems you need to talk about or train on, uh, you can show them that through Loom. Can, can you talk through Loom real quick? So I don't know, too many people are familiar with it. Great, great point. Can you talk through what that is? Yeah, definitely. So Loom is a Google Google Chrome extension that you can use. And basically all you do is you click on the extension and it'll pull up a way to record your screen or record you. Um, and you can record yourself and your screen. So it's a really great way to record if you want to show someone how to upload a video or show someone how to utilize your CRM or whatever it is that you have. It's just a really easy way. It actually saves the video within Loom. So all you have to do is send a link out. You don't even have to upload the video anywhere. Mm. Um, it just saves it right to a link and you could shoot that out to your team. So that's a great thing to use right now for a training platform. So for businesses that before, okay, you have to sit with Stacy and Stacy's going to teach you about our CRM. Instead, you can say, no, 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 Stacy is going to do a Loom video. Um, and there's obviously lots of different platforms that you could use to do that. But Stacy's going to do a Loom video and then she's going to put it in a Google Drive somewhere or whatever tool that you use to share files. And now going forward, no one needs to sit next to Stacy. They can at least watch like the introductory video and then it's just going to save so much time when your business is back in the office. Totally. And I think one thing I know I've been super grateful for is just like, imagine if we were going through this and we didn't have online and we didn't have all mm. courses. Like that would be, I mean, that would be a real. <laughs> There's gratitude right there. <laughs> just take a second to appreciate the telecommunications industry. Right. That's my, that's my industry. That's where I come from. And I, it's funny. Cause I'm like, those are kind of the silent heroes right now. Like not to diminish all the other exceptional heroes that are, are, are working very hard. But um, let me just tell you, telecommunications, they're not taking days off because they're how we're staying connected right now. And so if, if, Connectivity goes down. You know, I've got uh, clients that I work with in in uh, Texas. Um, one person in particular, I'm thinking of, and he helps provide broadband to thousands of people in Texas. Nobody knows this guy's name, but if he doesn't go to work one day, the and the the radios can get off kilter. They can they can tilt a little bit, and then there's no longer a line of sight. Anyways, thank God telecom is working right now. So shout out to telecom right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for real, I think that is, you know, such a big thing. There's so many ways that you can connect and move your business um, online. So those have been really big tools um, that I've been using for resources that way. Um, Additionally, if you need um, a really great tip as well is we use this a lot because we travel, but utilizing a VPN. So if you have trouble with your server, maybe you have to, maybe you had to all be connected to the same server or a certain IP address or um, privacy settings, you can have your team utilize VPN so that your information is still really secure while you're at home or working from wherever people are working now. Great idea. Yeah. VPN. That's something that probably a lot of people hadn't considered in this time. That's great. Well, and again, you've got the unique perspective of running a business for a long time in multiple countries and where, you know, telecom is up, telecom is down. Sometimes you have connectivity, sometimes you don't. Um, And just understanding how to still leverage that. And and what I really want, again, people who are not accustomed to working remote or having a team remote, um, what I really want you to hear from Ashley is, 
it's absolutely possible. You are going to hit hurdles, but it is absolutely possible. There are people that are very, very successful running um, very large businesses, all remote. So again, you're going to hit speed bumps and some people aren't going to be comfortable, but there's tutorial videos on how to use, whether it's Loom or Zoom or Slack or WhatsApp, you, you've heard all those names over and over again in these calls. Um, there's tutorials that you can send out to your team. Um, even people that are not as technically savvy, it's okay. Um, they can absolutely be brought up to speed on some of these tools and you can really manage things effectively. Do you guys use any, um, I can't remember, do you guys use a project management tool like Asana or Teamworks or anything like that? Yeah, we use Trello. Trello, okay. So again, that's another option. Can you talk real quick about Trello because that hasn't come up um, in these calls yet? Yeah, so uh, Trello is similar to Asana or Monday, but it's basically a project management software where if you have different tasks that you and your team um, all work on, it's a really great way when you're remote to be able to communicate where you're at on a project. And you can um, designate labels to the different cards that are there. So you can designate whose task is what and you can um, mark when it's complete and um, just utilize a ton of different things. We utilize it um, right now. We're filming a training with our team. So we're utilizing it for, um, we have a different card for every single video that needs to be filmed and uh, we're utilizing labels to notify who's filming it, if it's been filmed, to just really track where we're at in the process. And so whatever tasks you have um, in your team or if you if you guys want to put goals uh, for the week that you have on Monday, you can put them in Trello and then on Friday you can track if you've completed them. And it's just a really great way to keep tabs on your productivity and then also really communicate where everyone's at in the team with whatever project you're working on. And you know, one thing about Trello, uh, tre again, Trello, Asana, Monday, there's, there's so many different ones um, the plus and minuses to both. So personal preference. But one of the things that makes that really applicable right now is especially if you're managing time zones. So you, you and I manage time zones a lot if you have a global team. So we were talking about this yesterday that, um, you know, if you've got a team that's part, part in India, part in Brazil, part in the UK, so everyone's in different time zones, a tool like that can work really well. But also in light of what's going on, people some people have modified schedules, right? And so you use a project management tool like that in the sense that you assign them a task or you assign them a board or there's lots of different ways that you do that. And then you just give them a deadline. So say it's 5 p.m. Um, Pacific time on Friday and they can do it at their leisure, meaning that, okay, if you're managing time zones in a global team, that's convenient. But also if you've got a single mom at home with three, three kids, they've got a different schedule right now. So her work hours might be starting at 8 p.m. at night. So if she can just go in and see, okay, these are the, the, the tasks that are assigned to me and here's the due dates, I can do them at eight o'clock at night or I can do them 8 a.m. in the morning. Um, there's a comfort in, in she knows exactly what's been tasked to her or whomever. They've, everyone's, some people are taking care of family and things like that. But there's a comfort in just knowing I know exactly what's been tasked to me and I have the deadline, I have the expectation and I can just make sure that I'm delivering. Like I'm still meeting my deliverables, but it's all in one place. So it's not like, oh, did she send me an email or Slack or a WhatsApp? Like all the ways that we have to communicate, it can get a little overwhelming. So um, if you're not using a project management tool, now is a great time because everyone can get familiar with it, but now is a great time because we've got to be sensitive to the fact that not everybody can still maintain that same schedule um, that they had before. So I encourage businesses to have consistent meetings, but we have to also acknowledge everyone's in a different situation right now. And so a tool like this, a tool like a project management, um, uh, a project management tool can really help us that to make our businesses still move forward, but also be sensitive to the limitations of our staff at this time. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a great point. And also, um, 
something I think would be really great for people to teach their teams or have their teams utilize. You kind of mentioned this earlier when we were talking about Parkinson's law, but um, people who are used to going into offices or going into manufacturing plants or whatever it is, your day is kind of dictated, um, you know, when you're there, it's very different and you can talk to different people, see what needs to be done. um, And you can stay on task because you know, you're in that environment, but utilizing something like the Pomodoro timer method is a great technique Mm -hmm. to teach your team. So, you know, it's kind of what April was saying earlier, but you can set either 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or 45 minutes, however long, just time blocks where, um, where it actually times you and you don't check your messages. You don't do anything. All you do is work on that one task. And when the timer's up, then you can take a little break, then you can restart it, um, and focus on it again. And so it really just helps whatever tasks need to be completed. If people are in a, in their homes and have a really hard time focusing there or getting Mm -hmm. stuff done, they can utilize the software like Trello or Asana to know what they have to do and then um, utilize the Pomodoro timer method to really make sure that they're getting it done and motivated to do so. Absolutely. You're 100% right. And you also teed us up for our, the digital course that we're about to launch. So I think you, you and I may have discussed this, but we had done a, created a digital course um, over a very long period of time um, on time management and productivity. And we were actually launching it right? When the COVID outbreak happened. So we, we delayed the launch. Um, however, our team kind of got together and they actually independently reached out and said, I don't think we should delay it because it's on time management and productivity. And people are struggling with distraction now more than ever. And people still need to be incredibly productive. So we, we are, um, uh, we'll release the date here so, soon, but we are going to go ahead and still release. Uh, it's called Multiply Me. Um, but in there, we talk a lot about the Pomodoro technique and Parkinson's law and all of those things because we need to use those right now. People are getting overwhelmed at how much they're, they have to do. We were, I was talking to someone this morning um, that was saying, I know I have this huge list and I feel overwhelmed. And I'm like, just do the next right thing. Look at that list, practice prioritization and say, okay, if I only got one thing done on this list, what is it? Um, and, and back to your earlier point about, um, people that were in manufacturing and had production schedules and things like that, I would encourage us to still have a schedule though, approach it with flexibility. So that's whether you're, um, a a staff member or, or the business owner to implement some kind of schedule. But again, with the caveat that we have to meet our people where they are with incredible flexibility. So if I'm supposed to get on a call with someone in my team and, and this has happened, it's like, oh, I have a four-year-old home and they just had a meltdown. All right, well, you, we circle back when we can circle back or any, any number of things that can happen, but just be really sensitive to our team. Um, but I do encourage, it, let me explain the context of why I say that, because there's some technology companies out there that, um, that I know very well that are implementing a schedule and not meeting their team where they are. They are not, you know, these are much larger bu- businesses, um, but they're not understanding the situation people are in, especially the parents that are managing so many distractions right now. Um, their staff still wants to make do on their deliverables. They absolutely want to keep doing the amazing job they were doing three weeks ago, but we've got to be flexible with where they are right now. Um, so I just want to be clear. I'm not advocating for that. I am advocating for some kind of schedule, even for us personally, even if you're furloughed some kind of schedule, because we're not meant to be rudderless boats. We don't do well. Everybody talks about, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I retire and I have this big sellout? You can get a sellout, a buyout for $100 million. And let me tell you what happens, because I've seen it. After about a month, you're like, all right, I need to do something. I'm going to go crazy. Like we're not meant to be rudderless. Like we're meant to have direction and, and progress and pursuit is, is, uh, often where fulfillment lies. So, um, Ashley, I I love the resources that you share. Any other resources? I just want to make sure we've, um, covered all the basics for resources and habits. 
Um, I guess the only other things I would share are just, you know, if you are looking for like different yeah habits to pick up or different resources, not necessarily related to business, though they can be is, you know, I would definitely take up uh, listening to podcasts or going on YouTube. And if you're trying to learn a new skill or learn how to train your team on something, uh, just look it up. You know, everything is on YouTube or motivational audios, or it really is so important what you consume during this time. And so through, yeah, utilizing the podcast app and tuning into different podcasts, there's a podcast for absolutely everything. So you can find something that resonates with you. And then YouTube for, um, for motivation and personal development or skills. Yeah. There's so many tools out there. So know that if also know, you know, it's the start of a new month. So we were all getting adjusted and used to, uh, this lifestyle in March and now kind of look at it as a reset where you can really decide to change how you're showing up, decide to change how you're showing, um, how your team is showing up. And maybe your team now will, you know, start to shift. Everyone was kind of getting used to this new routine and now we're more in it. So people can more so, um, be more productive because they've started to figure out a routine, like April was saying in a schedule and what works for them. So, um, really utilizing, utilizing just like the new, the shift in the month, even as a resource, um, to have to really reset yourself and give your team permission to reset as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. It's the first of the month. Like l- last month was most scrambling to wrap our head around it. This Man. month is now like thriving through it, you know, not just surviving. All right, we're going to survive, but how do we actually leverage it and how do we show up? I-, I love hitting the reset button for the first of the month. That's that's great. You know, the other thing I wanted to touch on, I love that you mentioned podcasts and audiobooks and all of those things. There's so many ways to educate yourself right now, even through like Khan Academy. And there's a lot of... Um, Uh, university courses that that have been released online now. There's so much opportunity to educate yourself right now. Um, But I I really want to point out something around the influence. And real quick, I just want to give a shout out. We see Lori, we see Raylene, someone we interviewed at the very beginning, Um, Parveen, John, Ashley, and Bethany. Hey guys, Um, thanks for joining us. Um, One thing I want to say about the influence. So you talked about educating yourself and, and being aware of what YouTube videos you're watching and the audiobooks and things like that. Um, for people that haven't done a lot of mindset work, I want to emphasize how, this impo- how important it is to monitor what you're consuming right now. And that is so important because you don't get to walk through the pool without getting wet. And so people sometimes think, oh, well, I'm just going to watch this thing. I'm just going to listen to this thing. It is influencing you. Whatever you are being exposed to influences you. So um, maybe this is a good analogy, but um, if you think of yourself as like this bowl of water and in the morning it starts out clear and all of those things that you're being exposed to, even the people that we're being exposed to are dropping, you know, like, like die into, um, into that clear bowl of water and it will influence it and it will influence it for the good. It will influence it for the negative, but you have to be very aware of what you're being exposed to right now, um, because it's affecting our mindset. And so what I, what I hear over and over again for you at, from you, Ashley, is that I'm so intentional about what I'm letting myself get exposed to so that I show up in the way that I need to show up. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that, you know, what we can only control so much and that is definitely one of the things that we can control right now. So I would really do an audit of what you are taking in every single day. And I know for me, that's been a really big thing is, yeah, what am I listening to? What am I taking in and how can I shift it so that I can show up better and really use this time yeah, to grow? Um, Because it is, we are the five people we surround ourselves with and that Mm -hmm. 
your audio podcast, everything else. And if you choose to listen to all these negative things and all these fear-based things, you're going to start to, you can't control it. Your hormones are going to start to change uh, to relate to that. Whereas if you listen to, yeah, motivational things, educational things, and you just really choose to uh, kind of weed out all the negative and focus on um, more productive things. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't not see a shift in yourself. Absolutely. So sp- spend the entire day watching the news and see how you feel at the end of the day and spend the very next day, I don't know, watching The Office, back-to-back episodes of The Office or Friends or whatever, like you do you. Um, you'll notice a difference in how, in how you feel about the world and how you feel about things, even if they're not relevant to what's going on right now. Things influence us way more than we ever gave them. Our parents were right. Like the kids we hang around with actually were influencing a mom, dad, you were right. Um, but being aware of that and being so intentional about what you're consuming. So again, whether that's news, whether that's the books that you're reading, um, be intentional about that and uh, you'll show up differently in this time. Um, so Ashley, a couple, couple quick uh, questions in closing. What words of advice or words of encouragement would you give to to business owners out there right now or or just people listening? I would say, um, you know, right now is a very uncertain time, but it's only going to be uncertain. Uh, most people predict right for the next 60 to 90 days. So uh, there's a lot of things, right? 90 day sprints are a really big um, thing in the business world. And so really utilize this time to um, know first that this will pass. This isn't going to last forever. Um, and you have a choice. You can come out on uh, really building your business in this time and come out and merge yourself as a leader, or you can choose to focus on all the negative and freak out and everything that's happened. But know that what's happened to you has happened to a ton of other people as well. So many businesses are going through this. So you're not alone. Um, and really use this time yeah, to see the opportunities. So many successful companies were built in a recession. Uh, you know, So many millionaires are made in a recession. Um, so while it is a negative time, you know, Tony Robbins, who I know April, you love as well, always talks about winter is the best season if you're prepared for it. And so if you really choose to um, own this time and consume really beneficial information and figure out the leaks in your business and fix them and um, really see how you can take this as an opportunity. There really will be opportunities that come and you will be able to come out of this on top. So yeah, I would just say really, really try. I know it can be hard, um, but really try and make the most of this time because if you do, this will really define your character and will really set up the your, set up how your business shows up in the future as well. Yeah, I mean, we could look at it that this time is the time that it separates the wheat from the chaff. Like it, like it will, it will um, highlight those with strategy and tenacity. Um, one of the real estate investors that we work with, uh, Eric Miller, which I believe is still still watching, and I believe you know as well. Um, that's one of the things that we were talking about um, on our call. Is there were other investors that were in the market that maybe didn't have as strong of a tool belt. Well, maybe there's no maybe they didn't, um, and it was a really good market. And in really good markets, even people with a weak strategy can still thrive. Um, and if we, if we choose to look at it as this is the time to really double down on our strategy and our approach, then we really can thrive in this market. Um, it, you know, has, has some things compressed? Yeah. Has, has, uh, some things changed for sure. But if we use this time to be very, very strategic, um, and while other people are trying to figure out their next move, you take the move. Like you, you don't wait for what's going to happen in the marketplace. We were having this conversation this morning that um, someone's business was saying, okay, we're going to hold off for 60 days and decide what to do. Well, in the 60 days, the rest of us have already moved. 
Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to pivot. Never has it been more applicable now to pivot. Pivot me, pivot your business, pivot your approach, um, and find all the doors that you can still um, get open because there are so many. And there are people like Ashley who are going to thrive through this, who are going to lead her team through this. Um, and, uh, you know, Ashley, you've, you've given us some great resources today. And as someone who's run a very successful online business and taking your team through this, you've, you've shared some great insights and some great software and tools that you're using. How do we, how do we support your business? How do we show up um, and, and, and support you during this time? Yeah, I would say the best way to support me is just to follow my um, follow my content. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram um, at Oh the Places Ash Goes and showing up daily with different um, tips and value. And so if you want to hear more um, about what I have to say, definitely check me out. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for this, Ashley. This has been amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was awesome. I enjoyed right. it. All right. Well, stay safe out there and continue being awesome and leading us through this. And we'll chat soon. Have a good one. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.